Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We have got State of Origin kicking off in just a few hours, so I thought I would take you through my top five deciding factors in this game. They might be things in the game, they might be certain players and how they're marked. There's a heap to dive into here. My top five things that will decide Origin Game 1 in Adelaide, State of Origin 2023. We're about to kick it off. It is going to be one of the great series of all time. I cannot wait for it. Let's get stuck into our top five deciding factors of Game 1 of the 2023 Origin Series. Number 5. Coming in at number 5 is a Queensland debutant for me, Reese Walsh. I spoke pretty openly about him during the last two weeks, essentially saying that I personally would have picked him. I would have gone for KP, but I can understand why Billy Slater has gone in the direction of Reese Walsh. His form this year has been nothing short of incredible. The pace that he has over that 10, 15, 20 metres when he gets the ball on one of those wide swings. Uh, he, he simply is, he's, he's just, he's near impossible to keep up with. And if you put him in the right spot, you can, you only have to be half a meter out of position and the game is over. Sometimes you're not even out of position, realistically. It's just that if he is put in those spots and he gets that ball at top pace, which he does just about every single time, he will skin any defenders that are outside him. Reese Walsh, it is his origin debut. We're not sure if he is an origin player just yet. We know he's got the capability to do it, we know he's got the mindset. Bag him all you want. There is no doubting his mindset in my mind. I love this kid. I love the fact that I said it the other day. He can make 10 mistakes. He's not afraid to make the 11. The people would say, oh, he keeps making mistakes. Gives a fuck. I remember a guy, James Maloney. You'd probably all remember him as well. I remember a couple of years ago, threw an intercept in the Origin Arena, got back behind the post and started spraying his teammates. Just let it go. He moved on to the next one. He wasn't afraid to make his next mistake. And we live in a world and a time on social media and everything where everyone wants to bag each other for their mistakes. But no one's got the balls to stand up and make the play themselves. No one's got the balls to fall over and stand up and go again. And that's what Reese Walsh is all about. And you've got to respect that about him. A lot of cowards out there that will get stuck into him for making mistakes and errors and all this sort of stuff. And they'll go at him 100%, but they won't respect the mindset that he has 
that he is trying to win the game of football every single time. And even if he falls, falls, he picks himself up and he tries to win that game again. And that's what Origin football is all about. And Reese Walsh, at a very, very young age, he understands that. He has got an all-chips-in policy when it comes to his football. And I tell you right now, I've been saying it for 18 months now, and you can see at the Brisbane Broncos now, it's going to win him more games than it's going to lose him. Is he going to come up with poor plays? Yes, he will. But is he going to always keep trying? 100%. And as I said... It's going to win him a lot more games than it loses him. Now, Reese Walsh, it's a huge cauldron to be coming into tonight. He's going to be really tested by Nathan Cleary and Jerome Loy. They're going to test out his positional play. They're just going to test him out under the high ball. They're going to try and rattle him. He is a kid that you can get under his skin because he's so passionate. I genuinely do think that if the Blues can keep Reese Walsh quiet, I think they will go a long way to winning this game of football. I think he's going to be incredibly important to this side. And if he does get on the front foot and he gets confident, he's one of the hardest guys in the NRL to handle, and now you've given him 10 days working under Billy Slater, the greatest fullback of all time. So I genuinely do think Reese Walsh coming in at number five, I think he's a really fair shout to be there as one of the most important factors. If the Blues can get under his skin and they can rattle him early, which we have seen happen to many players in origin and many players that have gone on to be absolute champions of state of origin. For example, Justin Hodges. You go back to game one of 02, I believe it was. Hodjo had an absolute shocker, but you know what? Hodjo didn't lie down. He dusted himself back up and he managed to become one of the best centers Origin football has ever seen. I think Reese Walsh has the capabilities to be a champion Origin player, but the Blues on night one, they need to test him in every way possible. And if they can get him off his game, if they can rattle him a little bit in his debut game, I think that really will help the Blues case as far as winning this game of football. Number four. Coming in at number four, I have got the two just genetic freaks. Two guys that you can prepare as much as you want for. You still don't know what's going to be coming at you and you still don't know what their top level is. From New South Wales, it is Tom Travojevic. From the Queensland Maroons, I've of course got the money man, Cam Munster. We'll start with Tommy Turbo. Uh, well, obviously, Latrell Mitchell got ruled out. For me, these are the two guys in the Blues team that you can throw the ball to out of nowhere, uh, anywhere on the field, and they can win this game of football for you. With Latrell out, I actually fear for Queensland because I think Turbo is going to take even more responsibility. He's going to look to involve himself in this game even more. I think he will float around even more. I think it actually makes Turbo a much scarier prospect. Would I rather have Latrell out there? 100%. I would be desperate to have Trell mid out there, but when you throw Turbo out there and give him a little bit more of a license and make him more important, good God, he's going to be hard to handle. We know what Turbo is capable of. We saw it just a couple of weeks ago in the nation's capital. He is an absolute freak and near impossible to handle when he's at the best and at his best. And I'll give you the hot tip. Turbo tends to be at his best when he is in sky blue or in navy, as it will be the case tonight. So Tommy Turbo, how the Queensland Maroons handle him and how they keep him quiet will go a long way to deciding this game. Uh, Cameron Munster, he's the one for the New South Wales Blues. He is the absolute freak that you know he's going to have an 8, 9, or 10 out of 10. But all you want to do is keep him to an 8. If you can keep him to an 8, you give yourself every opportunity to win this game of football. You let him creep up into the 9s. You're making life very, very difficult. You let him creep up into the 10s. You can pack your bags, get back on the plane, come home from Adelaide now. There is no fucking point, realistically. I had Reese Walsh at number 5, but Cam Munster and Tommy Turbo, these two are just the absolute freaks that can break this game open at any given moment and can win this game at any given moment. Both of them will be at the very top of of the opposite coaches' whiteboards on how to stop them. They'll have a million plans, a million schemes. It might just 
just come down to pure grit and just holding on in the key moments and just scrambling on these guys because as soon as you rush them, they love when you rush them. They, they care monsters so much like Lockie, it's not even funny. When you rush him, he goes good as gold. I flick to natural instincts and I'm going to absolutely fucking ruin you now. You just need to trust in your defensive capabilities. You need to trust the bloke next to you and you need to just handle these guys and the key to it with these fellas is scramble. You need to be working for each other. Your job isn't done once the ball moves away from you and whichever one of these teams handles the opposite one of these, whether it be Queensland, how they handle Tom Trevojevic or the Blues, how they handle Cam Munster, you would have to assume that that will take them a long way to a victory later tonight in Adelaide. Number three. A bit of a boring one here if I'm completely honest. It is just so obvious and you could probably have this at number one. I'm going to have it at number three because I have a few more interesting things to talk about at spot two and one, but the forward packs. Good God. The two packs that are going head-to-head here are just so good. It is going to be ferocious out there in the middle. I cannot wait to see it. I haven't gone into too much depth on the packs themselves because, to be completely honest with you, I am so far from convinced that this is how both or either of these sides will line up. Uh, The Blues and the Maroons, I think both of their front row forwards could change at any given minute. I think the only certainty is probably that Payne Haas definitely starts up front. I wouldn't be surprised if every other front row forward was to change or could change. So God knows how they're going to line up there. I think when it comes to your back rowers, I'm pretty sure you can lock Fafita and Gilbert in. Uh, But I mean, if Dre Arrow was to start on one of those edges, would it blow me away? No. Uh, And the Blues, I think it will be Young and Frizzell, but if it was to be Cam Murray and Liam Martin, I wouldn't be shocked if it was to be Hudson Young and Cam Murray or Hudson Young and Liam Martin. There's just so many different ways that the forward packs could go. The hookers, I I mean, I'm pretty confident that Appy starts, but they might even start with a Hudson Young. They might start with a forward at nine just to get through the defensive workload. I mean, I I assume Ben Hunt will start. I'm pretty confident he will. But, I mean, if Billy Slater was to suddenly start Harry Grant, uh, I also wouldn't be shocked. So it's hard to go into too much detail when it comes to these forward packs, but I do think that this game will be decided through the middle. You know, all all your game ones throughout the history of They've all been pretty tight games, especially in recent years. Uh, And I think down there in Adelaide, it will be no different tonight. I think a lot of the pack will come down to when the coaches choose to use certain guys. When, for example, uh, Tino is injected. When, for example, Tavita Pangai Jr. is injected and how he is injected. I think Cam Murray and Liam Martin, if they're put in at the exact right moments, could really turn the tide in this game. And I think Ruben Cotter, he's very similar for the Queensland Maroons. So I think it will be... A real game of chess between Brad Fittler and Billy Slater as far as when they bring guys on, when they take guys off, when guys have capped out their energy. I think a lot of this will also come down to HIAs, injuries, sim binnings, et cetera, et cetera. You know that most of this is going to happen in the forward pack, and I think that any of those things that play out, HIAs in particular, are going to really, really impact this game. So interesting to see how it plays out. I do think it will be a real game of chess between the two coaches when they put guys on, but at the end of the day, Origin is about the toughest guy survives. And out in the middle tonight, you have got some of the toughest hombres in rugby league. I'm devastated where without Jake Travojevic, he would have been perfect for us to have through the middle. But there was a moment on Friday afternoon where I thought we'd be without Payne Haas, which just about would have done and dusted us. And I think he is the guy 
that the Queensland Maroons are looking at going, if we can take him down, if we can take down the real sharp end of the spear there, um, I think we can go a long way to beating this New South Wales side. So Payne Haas, he's the guy for me that will be the leader of the New South Wales Blues forward pack. I have no doubt about that whatsoever. The Maroons will also have to deal with the leg speed of your Cam Murrays, your Liam Martins. They're going to be incredibly crucial once that first 25-minute period is over. For the Blues, I think they'll be looking at Tino, and I know he's named on the bench to start start at the moment, but I do think he is the guy that will be leading this forward pack. Uh, so a big, big challenge for New South Wales, and maybe that's got something to do with Tavita Pangai Jr. selecting. He went head-to-head with this guy just a week or 10 days ago. So very, very exciting. The forward packs, they always go so far to deciding origin games, and tonight in Adelaide will be no different. It is going to be super, super important. Number two. Coming in at number two, it is very hard to go past the hooker rotation. So obviously for Queensland, they've got Ben Hunt and Harry Grant, arguably the two best hookers in rugby league. Definitely the best combination, in my opinion. Even if you were to were to put an appy with one of these guys or a Damien Cook with one of these guys, I just don't think the combo would be as perfect as we've seen from Ben Hunt and Harry Grant. The sheer enthusiasm that Harry Grant plays with, the explosiveness he plays with, paired with just the maturity and the smarts of Benny Hunt, uh, it's, it's just fucking weird wild, this combo that they have and just how damaging it can be. We've obviously seen Harry Grant. He has blown it away in the Origin Arena on a number of occasions with his running game, uh, his, his ruck recognition. It is just second to none. But then at the same time, they're able to bring on Ben Hunt, who is obviously is a halfback playing hooker. He's got the mindset of a halfback. I do think his skill set is more suited to playing hooker, in particular his kicking game. And that's what really killed us last year. DCE got a lot of raps for his kicking game last year uh, that really sunk the Blues, but I also thought that a lot of it came down to Ben Hunt and he really turned the tide on a lot of occasions with his kicking game. So that combo that Queensland has, I think it is close to unbeatable, to be honest with you. I, I just, I, I, we would have to pretty much bring back a Craig Wing and maybe a Danny Badiris to be able to keep up with that, to be honest with you. But when I have a look at the New South Wales Blues, we've obviously gone for one hooker, Api Curacao. It looks like uh, Nico Hines will spend some time at nine, a position he hasn't played too much of or he's never really been a nine. He might have filled in there, here and there for the Melbourne Storm and whatnot, but he is not a hooker. Uh, there's no arguing that in any way, shape, or form. So it's going to really test how many minutes Appy has in him. I've made it very clear throughout the last 10 days that it does worry me because Appy, he hasn't played 80 minutes all that much of the Tigers. He has here and there, uh, but in those games, he hasn't made more than 40 tackles. I can guarantee you Appy's going to have to make heaps more than 40 tackles. The Queensland Maroons will force him to make 50, 55 tackles in this game. It's going to take a lot out of him. The defensive workload is obviously a lot more than what you get in first grade as well. You're going up against elite representative forwards on every single tackle. The outside backs you're dealing with are all big bodies coming at you. It's going to be a huge, huge test for Appy. I'm not saying he can't do it, but it is going to be a massive challenge. Now, the other side of this is that Nico Hines can come on and play a little bit of nine. If Appy can go the distance, though, where does Nico fit in? And this is where... I wouldn't be surprised if Nico doesn't get on the field. But there's also a spot where Freddie could put him on as just a roaming role and he could really break this game open. He's been the best player in rugby league over the last 12 months. He has been incredible, Nico Hines. And if he comes into the Origin Arena and he's given an opportunity for 5, 10, 15, 20, however many minutes Brad Fittler puts him out there for, he could break this game open in an absolute heartbeat. So right now when I look at it on paper, who's selected their their rotations better? I think 
think Queensland, without a doubt. Which one could have more impact? Well, I sort of think Queensland, but, I mean, if, all, if it all comes together for New South Wales and Appy plays his best game and Nico Hines is inserted at the right moment and breaks this game open like we've seen him do so many times over the last 12 months, and even for the Melbourne Storm back in the day, it really could be a winning ticket for Brad Fittler. But for me, I think that hooker rotation is going to be so important. This game could come down to the impact that Appy is able to have on this game, despite all the workload he has to get through, and the impact that Harry Grant has when he comes on the field, and then the impact, once again, that Ben Hunt has when he comes on the field very late in this one again. Number one. Like every single game one of just about all time, this one will be a tight affair. A lot of stats and everything flying around about New South Wales at uh, away grounds, like uh, alternative grounds like this one, blowing the Morons out. I do not believe it will be that way tonight. I think it will be a close affair, and I think like most close affairs in rugby league, it will be decided by the kicking game. That's my number one for tonight. And in my opinion, the back end of the series of 2022, it genuinely is what decided this one. The kicking game of Ben Hunt, Cam Munster, and DCE was better than the New South Wales Blues. They had us on the back foot all night. We weren't able to get out of our own end, and it really did put us under pressure, and it forced us to panic. A couple of really poor offloads coming out of our own end, etc., etc. They really turned the tide with their kicking game, and it shows once again how... How much of a simple game? You, uh, how much of a simple game rugby league can be? You kick early, you win your chase, and you defend your ass off for that set. And the Queensland Maroons just showed last year how important the kicking game is once again. This is what defines a lot of the great players in the Origin Arena. Their kicking game is second to none, and this is where Nate Cleary can really stand and deliver in this game. You have a look through the rest of the New South Wales Blues side. Jerome Luai can kick a ball, but not like in that top tier noted kicker in rugby league. Abby Curacao doesn't really have a great kicking game. He can kick, but it's not great. I would say he's the third best kicking hooker running out on the field tonight. James Tedesco doesn't really have a kicking game either. So a lot of this will come down to Nath Cleary, and that's exactly how Nathan wanted it, and that's exactly how it should be for a guy like Nath Cleary. So his kicking game, it will take us a long way to victory if he is able to get the job done tonight. Now, does he have the best kicking game on the field? In my opinion, he does. But in the big moments, it's been DCE who has really owned the this asset in state of origin. He has been the guy that has, despite not having the best kicking game, he has shown up on the night time and time again and kicked New South Wales out of the game. It is going to be a huge, huge test. And this is where the forward pack, they go so far to deciding origin games, but it's only as good as the kick on the end of the set. And if it is a shit kick, you're able to get on the front foot and you undo all that good work that your forward pack has done throughout the night. If the Blues, if their forward pack aim up, they'll look to Nathan Cleary to make sure he's able to kick them into this game. You saw it in the 2021 Grand Final, the boot of Nathan Cleary. It was simply unbelievable. It just, it kept the Penrith Panthers in control that entire night, and if Nath can have a similar performance tonight in the sky blue, I genuinely do believe he can take New South Wales to victory here. The other thing that makes it so interesting tonight is that it is at Adelaide Oval, which means that it is not a square stadium. Now, we have seen in the past that this has impacted many great kickers before, and you see it a lot, especially when you play at the SCG. Normally, it's the the away team at the SCG that maybe doesn't train there as much. It is very hard to get used to on the fly. You see the same 
same thing when, when we take the games to the MCG as well. Because the stadium is a different dimension to what normally kickers are used to, it can be a huge challenge for a lot of guys. So it's going to be whoever gets used to that quicker, whoever makes less mistakes essentially, will go a long way to winning this one. For me, I think that's where DCE, uh, with a little bit more experience in his career, probably has a bit of an advantage. But the guy with the better kicking game, it is still Nathan Cleary, and I really don't think there's any doubting that. But there is something to say for just being the best on that big stage, and there's no doubt whatsoever that DCE has been that guy for a little while now. Have no doubt about it whatsoever. The kicking games will be super, super important as they are in every single rugby league game and in particular in every single state of origin game. Game one, I think it's going to come down to the wire. I don't see there being more than six to eight points separating these two sides. And Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's obviously points on the board and whatnot, but in between all the points, it's going to come down to the kicking game of DCE and Nathan Cleary. And whoever takes home the chockies in that one, I believe, probably takes home game one of the 2023 Origin Series. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.